Donnie Darko, Minute 6. Don't ask me What you know is true Don't have to tell you I love your precious heart Hello and welcome to the Donnie Darko Minute, the only podcast that analyzes every single suck-fucking minute of the cult classic movie Donnie Darko. I'm Paul Kelch. With me is Angelo Natoli. What's up? All right, so Angelo, what do we have for uh, this minute? All right, so we're continuing the dinner scene that we saw earlier in the movie. We get one of the, my favorite quotes from the movie that you so eloquently paraphrased in our intro. Thank you. And we see the family eating pizza that clearly has no fucking pineapple in it, people. You don't put pineapple on pizza. Angelo takes his pizza very seriously. I do. All right. So, yeah, we find Elizabeth... We'll be attending college next fall. She's taking a, a summer off as this movie takes place in October. So it's safe to assume it's a full year off. Yeah, she mentions at one point, I think it's in this minute, but maybe it's in the next. Uh, Rose says that a year of partying would be enough. Yeah, it's it's not enough, but it's never enough. <laughs> all right. And uh, we find out that uh, Rose isn't a fan of Michael Dukakis at all either. Yeah, both parents are um, Republican as fucked, evidently. So Richard Kelly said in one of the commentary tracks, one of the, like, 94 commentary tracks. Yeah, apparently he has a lot to say about his movie. <laughs> 94 or 3, whatever. Uh, he said that the politics in, in the film aren't meant to pick sides. They're just being used to show that they are all politically aware, which is cool to have a family where. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they live in Virginia, so I would think, you know, they probably work in the government or something, you know? And he wanted to show that they are a healthy family who could disagree with each other without being a giant fight. Speaking of a giant fight, Donnie uh, and Elizabeth kind of get into a little tiff after this. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, uh, Jake also actually says in the same commentary that that this argument was true to life and that they would often have little tiffs like this while having family dinner. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's one benefit of having, you know, siblings being in, starring in the same role in the same movie. Yeah, Richard said that he wanted Maggie to have a part from the moment he saw her on tape. He said that he would love to he would love to cast her even if she was a bad actress because the opportunity to have actual siblings was too great to pass up. He said it was a bonus though that she actually is quite gifted as an actress. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't I can't think of many other movies that actually do that. Well, I mean, I'm sure the Baldwins have probably been in movies together, but there's about 15 of them, so we got the Olsen twins there. They have tons of movies together. Yeah, but I mean, this is actually a good movie. Oh, valid. <laughs> All right. Um, and apparently Samantha Darko is a uh, Pepsi fan. I'm more of a Pepsi person too, Angelo. How about you? Oh, this is Coke. torn. I don't know. So, yeah, I think I prefer Pepsi. I definitely prefer Pepsi for, like, alternate flavors, like Pepsi Blue and stuff like that. Pepsi Blue. R.I.P. <laughs> but if I'm drinking, if I'm enjoying an adult beverage, I much prefer a rum and Coke or a Jack and Coke over a Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, you ever go to a bar and they say, oh, yeah, we only have Pepsi, and you just look at them like, how? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sad. I don't know, Coke has more of a bite. It just goes better with alcohol. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. If, if I'm drinking a soda, I want something sweet, and I think Pepsi's a little bit sweeter. Plus, Pepsi's um, other other beverages they make are delicious. Who doesn't love a Mountain Dew? 
You're uh, not a nerd if you don't like Mountain Dew. Exactly. I'm surprised we don't we don't have some of that next to us right now as we're making this. You're not a nerd if you don't love all Pepsi products, because not only do they make Mountain Dew, which is like the stereotypical nerd drink, they own Frito-Lay, which makes Doritos. Yep. And nothing... Next thing you know, you're going to tell me they make Hot Pockets, too. Oh, that'd be dope if they do, but no, I don't think don't, so. No, they don't. But <laughs> nothing <laughs> says... Me, I looked it up. Nothing says Marathon and World of Warcraft like Doritos and Mountain Dew. This is true. Uh, yeah, and I... I found a couple more interesting facts about Pepsi. The drink was originally introduced in 1893 as Brad's drink. Hmm. Yes. It was changed to PepsiCo in 1898, though. So only a few uh, years as Brad's drink. The dude Brad sold it out of his pharmacy, right? Yeah. It was, you know, back in the day, pharmacies were places where you would go to get a soda. Yeah. And this guy made his own. Coke had a shot at buying Pepsi on three separate occasions, and they turned him down. They got to be kicking themselves for that. I know. I mean, well, Pepsi, I guess, is Pepsi is actually the number two. Whenever you ask people, a lot, except for us, apparently, people generally say Coke. But actually, in the Pepsi challenge and in actual blind taste test, more people do prefer Pepsi. Wow. See, Pepsi is way better. All around. Yeah, they almost had a, they almost filed for bankruptcy during World War Two. Yes, the the uh, the cost of sugar skyrocketed and it made it hard for them to be profitable. And they were marketing geniuses. They doubled the size of the Pepsi can, and that well, Coke remained at, at the same size, but they sold it for the same exact price as Pepsi as uh, Coke. I wonder help them uh, get themselves out of bankruptcy. I wonder what the markup was on Pepsi back then because you know it was really it was cheap. Like two pen- it was probably like two pennies, so yeah. they sold it for they made it a penny profit, you know, something like that. I know, but now they sell it, you know, like you sell it in the stores for like a dollar seventy five. It probably still only costs like two pennies. The markup has to be so much higher now than it was back in the day. Definitely, I. You know what? This is a little old talk, but Arizona. Arizona drinks, they are a dollar. They are cheaper than water in most stores. And they are twice the size of your average water bottle. How does that make even sense? Yeah, that's true. But uh, we're getting off topic here. Yes, back, is, back to the minute. Yeah, this is a Donnie Darko cast, not the Pepsi cast. Although, nobody steal that idea. If that somebody starts, be, That might be our next one. I want residuals if anyone starts the Pepsi cast. So getting back to the minute, Sam asks, when can she squeeze one out? Donnie jokingly tells her, you know, not till the eighth grade. I thought it was a pretty funny joke, but I guess Rose uh, stuck up Republican, you know? Not not too many. Doesn't, yeah, I thought it was funny, especially if it goes over the little kid's head. Like, yeah, I know. I mean, your boy Holmes over there, he he was. <laughs> he chuckled at it. Yep. And then, uh, you know. Although I'm a little upset with Holmes. You see him eating that pizza. It's not folded. You don't... Listen, they're, they're from Virginia. They don't know how to eat. It's not even good pizza. I mean, look at that. It doesn't even look like good. Holmes actually said that the pizza was disgusting. <laughs> it looks it. After Donnie makes his joke, Elizabeth, you know, she calls him a dick. And uh, we find out that Donnie's been going to therapy at $200 an hour. Do you know what that is in today's money? No, what is that? That is almost double. That's actually double that. It's more than double. It's $420 about. Wow. So, all right, they're, they're, they're definitely not poor. My inference from him riding the road bike it seems to be paying off. Yes. So, yeah, we also find out that Donnie's on meds and that he's apparently stopped taking them. Yeah, and then he calls Elizabeth a fuck ass. Yeah, I was going to do some research on that term, but um, 
I'm going to leave that up to you guys at home. Take your, your safe search filters off and everything and just Google that. See what happens. Google how to fuck an ass or Google just, how to suck a fuck, I think. That is that is the retort of, of Donnie. Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines. Oh, also, not Donnie. I'm sorry. I'm uh, Elizabeth. Also, if you would like to see uh, how to suck a fuck, Paul will be posting on our YouTube channel how exactly to do one. No, I will not. We also don't have a YouTube channel. But if we did, it would be there. Yeah, this is one of my favorite lines. I have definitely used suck a fuck as an insult ever since seeing this movie. Yeah, it's a good way to end an argument because you say you tell someone that and they just stare at you like, what? <laughs> and then I will, and then, I, but that's how I know someone is a true, uh, can be my friend because if they don't reply with anything other than how exactly does one suck a fuck? Exactly. Then we can't be it's, friends. It's one of those like, you know, it's like a, a secret club. You know, do you know the password? And then I love he, Don. He starts pantomiming. I'm all ears. <laughs> yep, I love that. And then, uh, as this fight's going on, we see you know Eddie covers his ears, tells Samantha to cover her ears too. You know, she shouldn't be listening to this. This is this is obviously very adult conversation that they're having right now. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, I, I would love to know how much of this is in the script and how much is ad-libbed because uh, a bunch of the actors have gone on record saying that Richard let them ad-lib quite a bit in the movie. He said as long as they kept the spirit of the scene accurate that they could go off script if wow, they wanted. That's, that's pretty, you know, I mean, usually like comedies and stuff, that's where you get all the ad-libbing. This is like a, you know, pretty heavy Yeah, and you don't, drama. and definitely not for a first-time actor. They kind of, you know, usually have more control over their mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. By the way, I was looking at uh, actresses that were up for the role of Samantha, and the little girl that played uh, Matilda, uh, she was a yep. big child actor in the 90s, she uh, was up for the role and read the script, but she said reading the script made her feel physically ill and made her decide <laughs> to pass on the part. Wow, that would have been... Could you imagine Matilda just being there and then playing this role? It'd be, it'd be a little distracting, I think. Uh, the only Same plus Matilda. side is, is Matilda was probably smart enough to not do S. Darko. That's true. We wouldn't have that abortion in the world. No, we still would have had that. They would have found somebody to do that. Oh, imagine they even recast her, and then it's literally <laughs> no one involved from Donnie Darko. Yeah, it would have been better off that way. Uh, yeah, true that. <sighs> All right. So I think that about does it for this minute. So you can follow us on Twitter at Donnie Darko Min. You can follow me at Paulie K K A Y eighty five. And Angela, where can they find you? You could find me on Twitter at Hello Jello. Jello spelt like my name, not the delicious dessert treat. G E L O. Listen, I don't want to mention Jello. It's it's attached to, oh. to to a rapist, maybe possibly allegedly. Ooh, I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Ooh, ten foot pole? Did I say I meant pole? But I wouldn't touch it with a if you were ten feet. I still wouldn't touch Jello either. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, and also please go on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. And leave us a review. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us out. And tweet Paul instructions on how to suck a fuck. I think he's really curious. Wow. <laughs> we could live for a thousand years. But if I hurt you, I make one. We could fly.